good <laughs> i just heard you you had to switch to uh dad mode he used his dad voice on land yeah no nah, man it was some uh, ah oh it's all right it's just gonna be more work uh, what's going on mike yeah what's good what's good what's good with it my man i'm not all right with my head bro i've been having this headache bro like for a week now you got a headache. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I might have to. Might have to call that doctor. I mean, you should be calling the doctor anyway, fam. Yeah, I'm due for a physical, so I'm gonna see what's up. But I got that one of them, the headache that's in like the back of your head. You ever had that one in the back of the head? Nah, yeah. Back here. I mean, if you, Lost. if you, if you've had a headache, I've had it. Yep, it's one of them in the back of the head headaches, bro. I, hey, DG, what's up, DG? I've been getting some sleep, dog. I've been get, I, I get some decent amount of sleep. I drink, you know, enough water. You know, I've been reading up on it. They say it could be like bad posture. I, I think my posture's pretty good. I don't, you know, I don't think I sit wrong. You, you're I'm, leaning forward, fam. I mean, right now I'm leaning, but I, I don't think that I don't think that's the cause of it, bro. They say it could be stress, but I mean. I don't know. I'm just saying as you did not. <laughs> Coach Moses says it's because I be drinking that Dasani water. I don't drink Dasani water, bro. Kirkland. Kirkland is the water. Hey, right? man. <laughs> hey, but man, I look. but I but I don't have an issue with Dasani water. If it's, a, if it's around, I'm on it. But yeah, bro, the headache been um headache been uh, off the chain right now. Though. Oh. Let me see what's up. See Sorry what's up. about that. We good. Though. We good. We gonna we 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 gonna grind through it. All right, man. Some dude, some dude power with this episode 154. Yes, Make sure you rate, like, subscribe, download wherever you get your favorite podcast. Make sure you go ahead and get that merch. Right, we can skip all this. This is gonna, this is this is a different episode today. Yes, Very different episode. Last night watching football, saw some shit that I never thought that I ever see in my life. Yeah, man. Um, first of all, happy new year. You gotta say happy new year. Oh yeah, happy new year. Like happy that's new year, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. how much like this new year has started <laughs> off. Part of the year, bro. This this new year has started off weird. Yeah, we getting like, to it early, bro. Weird. Like 2023 I mean, getting to it early. Yeah, I mean, there's things that you know that we didn't get a chance to talk about, you know, that we should that we would like to be thankful for. In 2022, going into 2023, not into making resolutions and things of that nature no more because they never, never, you know. I mean, but we did, you know, say like some of the things that we wanted, you know, as far as the pod is concerned. Yeah, so. Well, yeah. So we'll get to all of that. that but, but, um, um, yes, we can start with, let's start with Sunday. Yeah. Let's start with Sunday. So, you know, New Year's Day, you know, special day inside of the, the Davis um, slash 
Jameson household. Uh, okay. My my father in law's birthday is that day. Okay. Happy birthday to him. But also my nephew Elijah's birthday is on New Year's Day, and I've talked about it on the pod. We talked about it here, where you know he essentially was fighting for his life, you know, um, for a bit, and you know we were. We were nervous. We was afraid. We were scared, but we was grateful. And he celebrated his third birthday. Happy um, birthday. Happy birthday, nephew. So happy birthday to him. But you know, you know, I'm work. I'm I'm not working because it's the weekend, but you know, you gotta bring the laptop with you just in case some 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 bullshit happens. Because Bang don't get PTO. Yeah, I mean I could I, I he didn't get his PTO, so couldn't get no PTO, fam, but <laughs> But, um, so I'm on Twitter and I start to see stuff about Gangsta Boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nah. But I told my team, like some of us stay around our computer because as we've seen before, Anything could pop off. Shit pop off on the first of the year, fam. At any moment. Like, I, I remember as working in what I'm working right now. I remember when Natalie, Natalie Cole passed away. Yeah. And that was the, that was the, for me and my, my, you know, my current work. Like, that was the first of, yeah, it's always something that happens at the beginning of the year on the first of the year. So when I start seeing that, I hit Brando up. I'm like, yo, Brando, you see this? Oh, Gangsta Boo? And he was like, nah. So I'm thinking, all right, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But then he hit me back like, um, the police at our house, apparently. So Facebook. And then the words start to trickle that Gangsta Boo passed away. And I looked at my brother. Cause we was about to we was about to sing Elijah Happy Birthday. Yeah, that's like yo, we gotta hold up. He's like, why? What happened? Said Gangsta Boo apparently passed away. No, my father don't know shit. My father like Gangsta Boo. Who the hell is that? <laughs> it's like Three Six Mafia, Gangsta Boo, famous rapper. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, you gotta take care of that. Go ahead and do that. And my first thought while I'm trying to get all of this stuff together with the team is Gangsta Boo 43. This is a rapper that we grew up on dying. And it's not like it's not happened before. Yeah. But I, I think at the mindset that I am right now, considering some of the things that have happened, I look at these deaths differently. Because now you're around that age of where you tend to see these things a little bit more often than you want to. Yeah. And it's not like we expected some stuff to happen to her. But then I got to thinking more. And I was like, man, she really just started getting her flowers. Facts, bro. And what's crazy, too, like we saw her on Versus. Yeah, she came out at versus. Yeah, and also like if you following her like on social media and everything like that, like 
she's out here still moving. Yeah, you don't know, and then she still champs. drink champs. Yeah, and she's out here moving, doing interviews, and she's also like um, in interviews and on social media. She's embracing, you know, the new female hip hop artists. Like, like you know, the females that's doing their thing right now. She's in tune. Look with them, and she's embracing them. Look, given given the and the and the the new generation of these female rappers are totally familiar with Gangsta Boo, and they giving her her flowers too while she here. Look, you know man, I'm I know this might not sound right coming from me because we know my history when it comes to female rap. Mike lets it be known. <laughs> but I've always been a fan of Gangsta Boo because I've always been a fan of 3-6 Mafia. But this part of this group of rap women are directly influenced by Gangsta Boo. You, there's publications right now that are saying that Glorilla got the biggest song in the country. Biggest song of the year. F and F. Where's Glorilla from? Memphis. And low key, if you go into Memphis, there's a number of women who are rapping who might not be as big, but they're bubbling from Memphis. These are direct descendants of Gangsta Boo. Yeah. And also, Gangsta Boo wasn't your typical Southern rapper. She could actually rap. Mm-hmm. And not to say Southern women can't rap. No, I'm just saying Southern that. Southern female rappers can't rap. I'm just saying yeah. that yeah, yeah, when yeah. people think of that, they don't think of rap, like rap rap. Mm-hmm. Gangsta Boo can rap her ass off. And she was still young. I'm not saying that I was anticipating the Gangsta Boo album or anything like that. <laughs> I'm saying that because of what these young ladies have been doing for the last year and a half, two years, and giving her her flowers, because Zlato was one of those women who gave Gangsta Boo her flowers. To see her go, and the way that it looks like she might have went, it sucks. Like, it, it really sucks, man, and... And then again, it's a rapper that you grew up with. It's a rapper that you grew up on. Like, I remember looking at the Tether Club Up video mm-hmm. on the box. Yeah. And the lowest of keys, she had the best verse, my opinion. She was the one who caught my eye in the beginning. Won't argue with you there. And on a lot of 3-6 Mafia stuff, low-key, she was the one who caught my attention. My, the, 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 the homie we talked about that gives me trauma, my cousin D. <laughs> he bought Gangsta Boo's album, and I ain't even trip on it. Yeah. Like, I ain't even trip. Like, oh, you lame. You want to go say, like, yeah, yeah, you out here yeah, buying yeah. female rappers' yeah, rap, yeah, uh, albums shit. and shit. He bought Gangsta Boo, and I was like, yo, go pop that pop that tape. Throw that Gangsta Boo on. Yeah, throw that Gangsta Boo <laughs> on, fam. So it's like, when, when I see that, I'm like, man, this some bullshit. Seeing people that you grew up with passing away so early. And, you know, I know some of the reports have come out that fitting all may be 
um, involved. And Boosie said some shit that was wild as hell. Bruh. But, but, (laughs) but, Boosie said some wild shit. Boosie has said some wild shit, but Boosie basically said, hey, man, get off fentanyl and go back to crack. Look. (laughs) And what we just talk about? What were we literally we just not talking about? Because homie, yeah, homie, yeah. homie, homie gonna hit us and be like, nah, y'all doing too much. Yeah. But yeah. even though it was a wild, it was wild to say what he said. So crack is not whack, is what you I mean, Look, saying. man, I <laughs> let me finish. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Boosie said that shit and it was wild as hell. But yeah. I part of me was like, yeah, man, we gotta go back to the old drugs, fam. This ain't it. Like this ain't it. I don't know what it is when it comes to fentanyl and and all these things, but man, we've seen too many people die from this bullshit. So many that people really need to look at this shit and be like, nah, I'm straight. I don't know. I'll never touch a shit, so I don't know how addictive this this is but i've seen too many people die from this for me to go to it now mind you i talked about seeing somebody od on crack and coming back smoking in the same spot but it's i'm going to be that guy today mike yeah we have to work on drug culture and hip hop because this is getting ridiculous. We losing recipes at this point. You would think that you would think that, you know, the way these artists like rap about this shit, you know, that they would be more careful with the way they indulge, you know, because it get like, we've had scares with little Wayne multiple times. Yeah. With him having seizures and shit, bro. And that was you know off the lane. Like Rick Ross had his health scare. Yeah. I I I wanted to go back to the days where we was just smoking weed. And smoking if you did cocaine, it's just cool no more. And if you did cocaine, we looked at you crazy. <laughs> I don't um like and, and and we laugh and it might sound like a joke. And it's not, though, because, again, we are losing recipes. We are losing rappers before they could get old and and as they start to get old over drugs and violence. And, yes, this happens in, in in, in other forms of music. But I'm worried about the form that I deal with on the daily. And it's tiresome, you know, working in entertainment. It's tiresome, man, having to write content about somebody's death. It is tiring to have to see a tweet that somebody may have died. It is tiring to to look at an article about somebody's best verses when they probably had their whole life ahead of them. It is tiring 
to see these same people not taking care of themselves because they are messing with this drug. It's tiresome. It's hard being a rap fan when it's so much that you see from people you are fans of and you wonder if they're going to be around. I've seen, I won't name the artists. I won't name them. But I've seen artists come up to stations, high shit. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you here? You talking about doing the interview? Like, why are you here? <laughs> I'm talking about higher shit, fam. I'm talking about you look like, damn, I, it's hard for me to be a fan of you not right now, fam, because uh-huh. it's bad out here. And and they could barely put together two words. One one was from the crib, and they was excited for him to come. And I was like, man, did you meet him? I was like, nah, but have you met him before? I was like, nah, but I don't think there's somebody that I really want to meet because I'm afraid of the the, the mind state that they're going to be in. And boy, when I tell you that mind state yeah. was high. Yeah. Like at a at a certain point, I'm like, man, it's time to let that narcotic go. There's no need for no fentanyl, fam. There's no but, but, need for that hard ass shit. But I feel like you know, once these artists like indulging in so much, bro, it's like it's ridiculous to them. Oh, it's a rap. The only way they, and the way they have to get off of it is that they actually have to enter a rehab. They enter a rehab, that's gonna be in the news. <laughs> you know? Rappers ain't yeah, you're right. Rappers ain't going to rehab. Rappers ain't going to rehab, at least not knowingly, you yeah. know, want people to know that they're going to rehab. But but gee, it's it's bad out here, fam. It's oh, yeah. and then there's other rappers that you see. That you just worry about. You 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 worry about them and you like, man, I hope they are right. Cause sometimes even when you listening to these rappers and these artists' music, like when they talk about these drugs and things that you know what I'm saying they might indulge in, when you listening to it, you know, it's all fun and you would think that it's casual. They, they might you, you might listen to it and think that you're casual users, <laughs> you know, but you know, go like really. Like you said, if an artist comes to the studio, uh, comes to the station, you know what I'm saying, for you to do an interview with them, and then you you peep it, and you're like, nah, that shit ain't casual, fam. This shit is, like, legit. Like, they are addicted to this drug. And, you know, it's sad, bro. It's it's not, you know, it's, it's not good. And it's not a casual thing with these artists. They really into it. And they going crazy yeah. with it, fam. And it's, you know, it could possibly take lives. You know, and yeah. it's sad that you know that these artists have to go out like that, man. And then, like, what's crazy is is the ones that get over it. You see them, man, and they look all good, skin clear. Yeah, they're feeling all right, all of that stuff, and and it's like, yo, you made it out. It's almost like a rapper gets to a certain age, and and they probably went through some trials and tribs, and then they get to a certain age, and you just so happy they made it out. Mm-hmm. But it's it's tiresome, man. Like 
it's almost like some rappers feel like it's cool to die before you get to a certain age. I want to see rappers get old. Like you see women when a when a male die, especially when it's a popular male, you see women tweet out, you know, I want to see men grow old and all that stuff. Yeah, because I want to grow old. I want to see rappers grow old. For sure. I want to see rappers grow old, Mike. When I'm 60, man, I want I want to be talking shit to my kids because if if I'm if I'm 40 now, then that's 20 years. So you know, Trey will be 28, you know, Landon will be 24, Liam will be 22. I want to be able to talk shit to my kids, period. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But I also want to be able to talk shit to them about the music that I listen to and some of those people still be there. You know, if I'm 60, Nas will be like, what, 73? Yeah, you love to see it, bro. You love to see it. <laughs> even, you, though, even though I don't know exactly what Nas is going to be doing at 73. I mean, I don't, he not gonna, he... I don't expect him to be rapping. <laughs> but like, just to I don't know think, that. I, I don't see Nas at 73 coming out with King's Disease 15, fam. But, I don't... Know, but just to see, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, Nas make a, a rare appearance at an award show right. or something like that and seeing, like, he looking healthy. And be like, damn, look at bro, that's the day that made Illmatic. Look at that, look at old ass Nas in this suit, man. Yeah, he made Illmatic. It was written like Jay Z. Oh man, he's yeah. still a billionaire at seventy four. Like, look at Beyonce, she fifty. Like, I want to be able to see that, but I want to be able to see it with rappers. Yeah. It's cool to get older, fam. Like, I want people to get older, and I mean, we all. Especially when you get 40, Mike. I get it now. Not midlife crisis shit. I don't get that. But I get when people say, like, when they start thinking about things differently when they when they turn 40. Because I've been thinking about a lot of things differently. And, yeah, it comes with maturity. But that maturity part is the interesting thing. Like, mature enough to know that you got kids or nieces and nephews and we want to see them get older. And my man Donnie just said, Stevie wanted to turn 70 this year. And that's dope because, you know, we always see Stevie and he holding on to them dreads by by, by, by hair, you know, literally. And, (laughs) and, you know, we always, you know, say a joke about Stevie. Is he really blind? 70 years old and he been but, swindling but you, us for a long time but you know but it's what? good to see him though it's but right it's good to see him it's no good to what. see him it's no sad, what he, think about Steve. he's still out here he's still, still got he still got one on his hip yep he be at everybody funeral singing too yep he be at all the award shows on the low and 70 years old that's young right he's big but but stevie yeah. been in our lives <laughs> he's been in time, america's bro. lives since he was like 14, 15 years old with the yeah, harmonica, man. Jack. Yeah. So by entertainment standards, he's young. He's very young. And, you know, it's been rumors about his health yeah. and, and wellness and things of that nature. Okay, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, it's, you know, it's been rumors about, you know, like his health and like protect, issues protect like Stevie, that he bro. might have. Yeah, protect Stevie, but... 
I want to get to an age where people got rumors about my health. <laughs> like, yo, Bang, 75. Oh, man, he something wrong with him. Like, Protect Bang. Like, it's up 75. It might be a couple of things wrong with me. But I want to get to that age when I find out. I want to live as long as I can. Not and not just for my kids, but my grandkids probably see some great grands. If if somebody out here a little bit fast, I might see a great great grand. But that's me though. I don't. It's do rappers want to live long? It's a good question, bro. Like that that might be the quest. That might be the 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 best part here. That's a great question to ask, like an artist, like when they come, like you do an interview with them, like man, like. Where do you see yourself? Do rappers want to live 20, long? 30 years. We know well after your career could possibly be over. Where do you see yourself? What do you see yourself doing uh, at 20, I, 30 years from now? I think it's a legit great question, dude, yeah. when it comes to rappers and low-key when it comes to some of these R&B singers. <laughs> black artists, let's just say black artists. Do how long you want to be here? Are you here for a good time or a long time? Because some of the shit y'all doing is good time type shit. It's good time type shit. And y'all ain't trying to be here for the long run. You ain't trying to be out here for that. And that that ain't hot, man. Like that that ain't hot. Like, but do you? Like, I, and that's that's the best way I could put it, but. Yeah, like I, I really want to see, I really want to see these these artists that I grew up with grow up with me still, and I think that's that's the under the the underrated part about music. It looks like to me is the artists that you grew up with because they've grown up with you. Like Stevie Wonder's turning seventy this year. My mother's turning 60 this year. My mother grew up listening to Stevie Wonder. She's grown up with Stevie Wonder. Uh She's grown up with this man's music in her life. So there's a special connection with people that you become fans with. So when they do pass away, it's like, damn. Because you mess with that person. Uh You want that person to grow with you. You want to be able to see that person on TV. When It's like when you see that person on TV and they still around and kicking, it gives you hope. But when you look at the TV and you see in memorandum uh-huh. and you see that artist die, you're like, damn, because like a part of you die. Yeah. So if that's the case, I can only imagine how it'd be when your friends pass away or your siblings pass away. Your parents pass away because I'm never have to deal with that. But a music artist passing away. I Be- want our music artists to grow old like our favorite like broadcasters. Shout out to Barbara Walters. Rest in peace, Barbara Gee, Walters. Man. 93 years old. I'm not, I mean, I'm sad about Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters is a legend, but I'm happy she lived a great life. Can't complain about 93. Yeah, yeah you can't complain about 93. <laughs> never and gonna nine- be. One gonna be sad about ninety three years old. Once you hit eighty, once you hit eighty, you did it. Yeah, as long as you hit, it's cool. Once you like eighty is that joint. Like 
sad as sad as I might. I wasn't gonna bring this up on the pod too, but you know I had talked about on the pod multiple times about how I found my father's biological family, my mother's biological family. Yeah, yeah. Um, on my father's side, the first person I talked to ended up being his uncle, my great uncle. His name's Cliff. Never forget being on the. I never forget seeing Cliff's face on ancestry. I said, "Oh, that nigga look just like my daddy." just like him and i hit him up was like yo you look just like my daddy and we we exchanged emails he i sent them a picture of him and my uncle and he was like oh oh so they end up meeting his daughter glenda while i was in dc him my cousin otis and my uncle peewee they went to go meet him and my father said that soon as they walked in she said oh yeah, y'all, y'all Blackamo kids. That's that's my father's father's nickname. His name James Wiley, but they call him like Blackamo or something like that. He died uh-huh. um, in in 2012, I believe it was. But Cliff was still around. He started talking to my pops and my uncle Heavy. My father wanted to go down to Florida to see him eventually. Cliff got sick, and Cliff passed away last week. He was in his 80s, and Again, when you 80, 80 seems like it doesn't seem like a time to go Uh because my grandmother was 82, I believe she was, when she passed away. And I definitely feel like she still had more in her if she wanted it. Uh But 80 just feels like to me a time of, all right, it's time to relax. Whatever happens, happens. Uh-huh. I'm here until I'm not. So when you get 90, oh, it's really like, look, yep. I'm playing with house's money around here, Jack. Yep. We still out here, especially if I'm still mobile. If I'm still moving around and stuff. Oh, pfft. like if I'm Betty White at 93, I'm working, fam. I'm out here. Man, I ain't working at Walmart. I'm talking about like if I'm famous, I'm still out here. I'm collecting checks for 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 family members at this point. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, if I'm 90 and I'm famous and I'm alive, my great grands are gonna be straight. That's they check. Mm-hmm. My kids, they could get that check from 1990. <laughs> my grandkids, they could get that check from 19 um uh, what 2000s. All the rest of y'all, because I'm playing with house money at this point, we figure it out. Yeah. But if it's what? If I'm 19, if if it's 2070 and I'm still in here and I'm famous and I'm working, oh, great grands, this is your check. I will literally have my wheels staggered like that. Like That's fire. You getting, mm-hmm. you get these decades of money, fam. Yeah. Well, you wasn't shit in 1990, dad. Well, it is what it is, fam, you know. <laughs> you wasn't shit in 2000 either. Yeah, well, it is what it is. And people got to start getting wheels too, man. Like once once you get to a certain level in life, man, get a wheel. Like if you get to about 75, dog, I think it's 75. No, I ain't like talking her. about age. I'm no, not no, no, talking no. about age. I'm talking about wealth. Oh, there's too well, many right, right, people. Right. There's too many people out here that's dying without wheels. 
Right, but you make the will. When do you make your will? When you is like a ma- good time you to make, make your make the will? will? First of all, we probably should be making wills right now. Okay. Like we should make a will right now. But I, I was just saying, like in general, if you're at 75 and you 75 years old and you don't have a will made yet, you should probably do that. Yeah, you should make yeah, you should, you should make a will for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 you mean you you we should you should probably make a will for yourself right now just to make sure stuff's straight. But if you got any wealth, the minute you get it, will time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially if you're a rapper, unfortunately. Like once 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 you get that first check, ah, oh, let me go ahead and make this will out, fam. Because you never know what might happen. Um, but but rest in peace, gangster boo. Um, condolences to her family, three six mafia family, um, everybody in Memphis, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but then you got what happened yesterday. Um, on Monday night football. Man, oh man. Yeah. I just so happened to walk out the room, Mike. Yeah. And I go back on TV and look at the TV and like, what in the world is going on? Like me and my brother, we was at the bowling alley and we were, you know what I'm saying? We was watching it. I watched the shit live, bro. Like I saw it happen. You saw it. I saw it, dog. And First of all, Darman uh, Hamlin, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, prayers up for him, y'all. You know, um, something happened in a, in, a, in a sports in a sports event that I've never seen before. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have never seen before. Um, he made a tackle on T. Higgins, wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. And after he made the tackle, he got up like everything was good. And yeah. then he collapsed. Now... And- yeah. Now, immediately when I saw the replay, the first thing I said was, "It was cardiac arrest." Okay, that was the first thing I said. I thought maybe he fainted. I'm like, maybe he fainted, maybe he's dehydrated, yeah. you know, nah, something the, like that. The first thing I said to my, uh, first thing I said to myself was, "He got hit in the chest." Okay, I hope it ain't no heart attack and no cardiac arrest. Yeah, first thing I said. Um. And then they start saying the CPR stuff. And they said that they pull out the the, the the defibrillator. And I was like, okay, this this some shit. And I went on Twitter and I've never been so frustrated and mad in my life after something traumatic happened. Because I was saying to myself, Okay, I guess everybody is about to get their rocks off tonight. The hit, all of that stuff. You got people talking about. You said everybody was getting their rocks off. Yeah, everybody, that's what I'm saying. Everybody everybody, like the hit happens, everybody talking about, oh, football is violent. Everybody, the NFL doesn't cancel the game when they want them to cancel the game. Oh, man, the NFL don't care about their players. Skip Bayless, which I'll get to more later, he puts out his tweet, and yeah, Skip it seemed like to me, the more and more I had looked on Twitter, the more and more it was less about homie, and it was more about you being able to say, I got you on something. That was so frustrating to me about this whole entire thing. 
that I I don't think people really gave a fuck on Twitter. I'll just say say, say Twitter. Are we surprised, man? No, let me just say it because we talked because we talked about. This. I wasn't surprised at all, <laughs> but it just seems like to me people didn't give a fuck about that boy being out there fighting for his life. They was more happy that they was able to say something about something, put something down, so they could say that they was right. Fake woke, and that blew the fuck out of me. Like the focus should have been on that kid, and like let's first first the NFL. It's so much shit revolving around that that. As far as canceling games, all of that shit, it is so much stuff revolving around that that you can't fathom how you just can't cancel. Oh, well, that's it. Like they talked about on NFL Live today, and I remembered this. Keyshawn Johnson talked about how um, linebacker Reggie Brown for the Lions, you know, he CPR on the field, all of that stuff, he ended up being paralyzed. But they end up playing that game. And what and 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 this is one of the things when it comes to football, especially. And I'm not saying this is right. Let me first say this. I'm not saying this is right. But football is literally the one sport where some bad shit can happen. And Mark's playing 10 minutes. I've seen some horrific injuries. Even the tour shit, the tour shit really could have been on. Hey man, let's let's not play to that. Now this was significantly worse, but again, there's no precedent to what we just saw. So you can only go by history. Niggas be playing at a certain time, so. I really, I I really expected them to keep playing <clears throat> until it was a. It kept going longer and longer and longer and longer, and I was like, I, yeah, they need to just go ahead and cancel this game. From how but, I saw, from, from how minute. I go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, just let me just finish this part. But okay. history shows us that they play, but again. You canceled that game. There's so many ramifications outside of that where, again, conversations got to be had. Just because you could go play at the park and somebody twists their ankle and they leave and like, I don't feel like playing. That don't work like that in a multi-billion dollar sport. So that's that as far as that goes. But the right thing happened in that case they canceled the game that whole five minute thing i believe that to be so not because of new york but because that's what you're used to on the field right because ain't no game stopping from no injury and right there you treat that as such until you really find out more information and you go oh Nah, 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 we can't do that. And that's literally what happened, Mike. Yeah. And me looking at it, when we see these kind of injuries, not even that kind of injury, when we see an injury of that significance and 
you know, it's kind of like, you know, when paramedics got to come out, you know, I mean, it, it might be like a neck, might be like a neck type of thing, you know, and nine times out of 10, once the player gets on the stretcher, you know, they're able to move, they're able to give that thumbs up. You no, know, that's when I, I was, I, and I'm pretty sure everybody else was waiting yeah. for that moment. Yeah, it's like it's it, like crazy. It, is it crazy? I, I'm just about to ask you this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interrupting you because I want to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. If he would have gave the thumbs up, they would have played that game, don't you think? They would have been playing, and so, that's what we were all hoping for. So that, so that's, and that's why I'm saying what I'm saying is something so trivial. It's something so trivial that he gave the thumbs up. We can go ahead and play the game now. Mm-hmm. We, we get out, been... we get out on one knee. We say our prayer, and we go you know back in, and we gonna get out here and do it for him, you know. So, and that's why, that's why I'm like, ah, something so trivial as a thumbs up, fam. If a, if I if I'm playing football and I see somebody paralyzed, they ain't moving their limbs. They gave you that thumbs up, but they can't move their legs, Jack. <laughs> you think I want to play? No, no, but what I'm going to do when everybody else like, you know what? Let's go ahead and get this game out the way. It's playoff implications, seating implications. It's so, it's crazy, bro. So much shit in your head. Yeah, man. So again, I'm not tripping on the NFL for doing the just do because that's what they're used to doing. Now, yes, your things change in this in case, yes. But again, you still got to have every last conversation because here's the crazy part. What if Josh Allen and Joe Burrow said, went to say, yo, I talked to the team and they want to play? You still would have been mad at the NFL or the players? You know they would have been still mad at the NFL. They would have found some way. And that's why, (laughs) boom, people going to be mad at the NFL just to be mad at the NFL. Now, Let's go to Skip Bayless. Yeah. And I, man, I, I was conflicted mm-hmm. with everybody, as you see, on social media. I was conflicted with everybody. Because, again, it was more people that was more concerned about talking shit about somebody than praying about that young man's health on the field. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed like to me. But then you have the Skip Bayless part. Now, mind you, if you looked at TV, you looked at TV at any point yesterday, then you know that Skip wasn't the only person that said what he said. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to read all of Skip Bayless's tweets that from the first one he sent to the one that's, that kicked everything off. The very first tweet says, not exactly sure what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Players on both sides are shaking. Ambulance out CPR administered. Can't remember play being stopped for this length of time. 
just said a prayer for him and his family. Mm -hmm. He's basically just told you that he prayed for this kid. Mm -hmm. Then he says, I've seen so many horrific injuries suffered on football fields, yet never have I seen a reaction like this. Mm -hmm. In every other situation I witnessed or covered, the game went on fairly quickly. The attitude was, hey, that's football for these players. This was different. What did we just talk about? There's been people that have been paralyzed during games, and the game went on. But this is different. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game. But how? This late in the season, the game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. He basically just told you, hey, all this shit is suddenly so irrelevant. But how do you do it? That is the most legit question Outside of hoping that man is okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say this now, Mike. And I know somebody's going to listen to this pod and be like, bang on bullshit. I have nothing against what Skip Bayless said. Because I didn't just look at the last tweet. I just didn't read what I wanted to read. I looked at the three tweets in totality and I don't hate that man. See, I I'm a I am a perception ain't reality guy. But I understand, and here's why I'll give some people grace when it comes to Skip. You don't like Skip because he says some shit about LeBron. You don't like Skip because he got mad at Jalen. You don't like Skip because of his takes. But you read in the tweet where he said that he prayed for the kid. He does not underscore the situation. And he says, man, how does the NFL do this? Because right now, all of this is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. But how do you pick this back up? How do you pick it back up once, you know what I'm saying, the time is right? Because here's the other thing, too, that ain't nobody thinking about. And Ryan Clark said some shit today on Twitter that I was like, he said the next the next um, hike in football is going to be the scariest. Fam, all of this shit seem irrelevant now. This game, fantasy football, FanDuel, DraftKings, Week 18. Playoffs, Super Bowl. God forbid Buddy ass die. None of this shit seems relevant, G. None of it. So like he said, and he's right. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude, pause. They were saying before the game started that this was going to be one of the biggest Monday night football games in years because of the magnitude and the players that's involved. Game of this magnitude crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Which suddenly that's the key, two key words right there, bro. In suddenly. that in that whole tweet, which in, suddenly. 
Which because suddenly? in the snap of a finger, as soon as that man hit the ground and you saw players crying, all this shit, shit seems so irrelevant. So how you pick this shit back up? How do you go to practice the next day? Like, how do you go to practice on another team the next day and not think about what you just saw on this TV? The only way you don't, I mean, obviously everybody's going to be thinking about it, but the only way to, to move forward without having a heavy heart on the shit, bro, is to us to know that he is in stable condition and that he is going to live and he's going to be all right. That's the only way. And we don't know when we're going to find that out. Bingo. We don't know when. You don't know when you're going to find that shit out. <clears throat> so everything, everything that Skip said was what they was talking about it on TV. You just got mad at it because you hate Skip. That's why you got mad at it. Yeah. And I'm sorry. There's a lot of sports people that I don't like. Just at that moment, y'all said that Skip should have had Grace Witch. If you read it, the man said he prayed for him. He said the shit seemed irrelevant. He said this is different. All of that. Where was your grace at when you was more worried about what Skip talking about than what is going on with this boy on the field? Yeah. And then, and then, and and on the on the, on on the flip side though, mm -hmm. if you hate Skip Bayless, the reason why Skip Bayless is still around, guess why, y'all? Because y'all still talk about him, and then y'all go on and watch Undisputed. Just to to get the reactions, you know what I'm saying, of everything that he said. I guarantee like <laughs> you, I guarantee you, I work in media, man. I guarantee you that first hour or that, that first segment of Undisputed did higher than any sports television show today. Why? Because y'all got mad at Skip Bayless. And then y'all said, let me watch Undisputed to see what's going on. Then next thing you know, oh, where's Shannon at? Shannon ain't make it. Shannon ain't make it to the show. So y'all hate the man and y'all watch it. So that's the other part I'm going to clown people on. I'm, now I'm going to clown people on on this one because I say it all the time on the show. If you don't like it, don't give it. Don't give it no energy. No energy. If you hate Skip Bayless that much, don't give Skip Bayless no energy. I'm going to read a tweet from Jamel Hill, and I felt like this right here was the tweet of 2023 so far. Now, mind you, I'm going to say this again. I have no problem with, the, with what Skip Bayless said mm -hmm. in the tweets because I read the tweets in its context, in its totality. But, but, she's right on this, and I'm not the biggest Skip Bayless fan, so guess who don't watch Undisputed, y'all? Me? Guess who don't be paying attention to his tweets unless y'all retweet it? Uh -huh. Me? <laughs> Cal Kuzma sent out a tweet. That said, and I quote, how come there's no repercussions for any of Skip Bayless' insensitive things that he has said over the years? Hmm. 
Jamel Hill. Because as much as people complain about him, people still watch. Even if they watch to hate him, they still watch. So many people turned in, tuned in today to see how he responded. That's the game. Y'all fall for this shit, hook, line, and sinker all the goddamn time, whether it was meant to happen or not. Whether it was meant to happen or not. Whether Skip Bayless meant to say what he meant to say, like uh, Steven Jackson said, whether he meant to say that shit, he knew what he was saying because he was a journalist, all those things. You fall for it. They all fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. Ain't none of y'all going to turn down no chance to go to goddamn Undisputed. Ain't none of y'all. And you don't see Lil Wayne talking about, let me turn, hey, take my theme song off. You ain't going to do that. You don't see no sponsors going to on, on this, uh, Fox saying, you know what, we can't really mess with Undisputed like that no more. Why? Because y'all tuned in. So all that shit be fake outrage to me. If you don't like that shit, if you don't like that nigga, go, don't watch. You don't like Stephen A. Smith? Don't watch first tape. And, and you know what's crazy? I give props to the people. Like, it was somebody, I think it was on Trader Chocolate Jocks uh, uh, on his joint uh-huh. where somebody was like, Skip Bayless, ain't, ESPN ain't going to do nothing about Skip Bayless. And Trey was like, he don't work at ESPN. You know what, Mike? I don't even get mad at that. You know why I don't get mad at that? Because they clearly don't watch Get Bailey. <laughs> they just know what they remember. And they was, okay, it was DG. What did DG say? He told the buddy ass, he was like, yo, he don't work at ESPN. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, buddy ass don't watch ESPN? He don't watch, he don't watch FS1. Enough to know Skip Bayless is over there on Fox. Shouts out to him. Because he don't like him. And he said, I ain't fucking with him. And he ain't been fucking with him. He heard he fucked up. And he said, hey, you know what? ESPN got to do something about that shit. But they ain't. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he, oh, he ain't? Oh, shit, fuck him then. <laughs> like, if y'all don't like some shit, man. If y'all don't like no people, man. Don't give no people no energy. Give, it, give the energy to where it deserves. What Roger Goodell? Oh, Roger Goodell don't care. Boom, 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 boom. Don't y'all understand that Roger Goodell is 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 maybe the commissioner, but the owners run the league. No, y'all don't. If y'all don't like that man, like if y'all don't like if y'all don't like Shannon Sharp, if y'all don't like Stephen A. Smith, if y'all don't like Skip Bayless, if y'all don't like Keyshawn Johnson, if y'all don't like none of these people that's on t- Max Kellerman, if y'all don't like them, do yourself a favor and don't give them energy. If you, and then the other part of it is is all of these people who all of a sudden was like the NFL don't care. And it was sports writers who write for the NFL that was saying this shit. Mike, my first thought was, why the fuck are you covering the NFL then? At some point, y'all going to have to start making a stand about what y'all don't like. Mm-hmm. 
and moving away from it. I don't like liver. Guess what I'm not going to eat? If it's put in my face, liver. I don't like cheese puffs. Guess what I'm not going to eat? Cheese puffs. There's a whole bunch of stuff I don't like. Guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to eat it. Y'all at some point are going to have to say to y'all selves, if I, if I don't fuck with it, if I don't fuck with them, I am not going to give it energy. So if y'all ass are watching the NFL, but then saying the NFL this and saying the NFL that, get your ass up out of here. Bro, that's the one right there, fam. The one. Everybody wanted, like, like you said, that's like with blaming the NFL and everybody's out here, you know, jumping on the NFL because, you know, they, they think that they wanted to, to start the game and the NFL don't really care. They just want to find another reason to not fuck with the NFL. Yeah. And they consistently, every like with the concussion protocol bullshit, they want to blame the NFL. But like you said, they continuously continue we to watch and talk about football. Mike. But we talked about fentanyl earlier, how these rappers are all addicted to fentanyl and we wish they stopped, right? Yo, guess what, y'all? It's the same thing about the NFL. If you don't like it, don't watch it. You don't like what's going on, don't watch Look, I give all the respect in the world to people who stopped watching the NFL when Colin Kaepernick got blackballed out of the league. All the respect in the world. Because y'all said that y'all didn't like what happened. Y'all didn't respect it. Y'all hate the fact that that man ain't in the league, and guess what y'all did? Y'all said, stood on that I shit. ain't watching it. Y'all stood on y'all one, too. Mm-hmm. But all of these other people that sitting up there, ah, 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 ah. but then on Sunday, y'all like, yo, let's go. Y'all really think that's helping? Y'all don't like Skip Bayless? Stop giving him the ratings. Stop giving him the look. I don't, you don't like drill music? Stop getting on Facebook and Twitter and talking about every goddamn day that you hate drill music. Because guess what you're doing? You're giving impressions to the title drill music. Stop it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's stupid. All that time y'all spent shitting on that man that y'all could have took the time to pray for the other kid. Matter of fact, shouts to all of the people who donated to that man charity. Oh, He got almost $4 million in charity. Shouts out to him. And I pray that he makes it. But you know what? My prayer that he makes it is going to override the hate that I have for somebody else just because they tweeted out something that I didn't agree with. Now, yes, Skipper said some wild shit. And the one thing that I would agree with is, even though I hate, I hate the term perception is reality, Skip track record ain't the best. Yeah. So being that Skip's track record ain't the best, you don't necessarily give him the benefit of the doubt. But last night, 
I ain't need to worry about giving that man the benefit of the doubt. Because as a kid fighting for his life, I deal with Skip tomorrow. <laughs> if you got a platform, I deal with Skip on my platform. Yeah. But as soon as he said that, the whole world. Oh, yeah. You knew it. You knew it. We all knew it. We all knew it. <clears throat> a lot of overreactions. A lot of overreactions. And again, to me, man, it was an overreaction, G. It was an overreaction. Because based off of what he said, I agree with. Because I'm looking at the NFL. There's a lot that you got to think about now. And yeah. you do have to say at some point, eh, I don't give a fuck. We talked about earlier. You called me earlier about the fantasy football shit. Yeah. Like, there's millions and millions of dollars that's attached to fantasy football. We, me and Ryan are engaged in the fantasy football battle where he got the kicker for the Cincinnati Bengals. I got Josh Allen. He's up nine points. I'm predicted to win the game. Winner wins third place. That's $200. There's other people who bet on that game. There's other people who have fantasy football implications. It is the league got their implications. The, the Bengals can win these next two games. And the Bills the Chiefs, the and the Chiefs football next week. And the Denver I mean, and and the Bengals are the number one seed. The Cincinnati Bengals are, are the number one seed. There's implicate, and because of those implications, there's money involved in that shit. Because there's coaches who have number one seed tied to their contract. They get the number one seed and the buying the playoffs. They get a big ass bonus, and other coaches get bonuses. Players get bonuses. I know that the NFL lost money yesterday. So what I might be saying might be insensitive to some, but I ain't, I ain't got that money, so I'm not losing it. But you better be you better believe that the NFL was like, oh shit. Yeah, that was a tough decision. That was a tough decision. But I think the main I think with the main decision making going forward now is that. It's not what decisions well, – obviously, yes, what decisions will be made, but the main thing is when the decisions will be made. And well, I feel and like – right And as far and, as the cancellation of the game, the right decision was made. Yeah, for sure. They're going to – going forward for what we're doing, going forward with, with no possible rescheduling or resuming and all that stuff like that, I don't think that you can really make that decision until we get some more – information yeah. and we need like we I need a little bit more you know something that boy gotta survive I need he's stable he's in state I, I need, need I need to know he's awake he's stable and I, he knows where he is and all of that we need all of that good yeah, shit like for me look look man I'll I I'll even go further than saying this so people won't think oh man he no I'm not taking up for skip Bayless really I'm I'm really saying that you should be you should you should read context. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm I'm not take like I'm not I'm not saying that you shouldn't be mad at him. I'm saying that you should put your time elsewhere. But I'll say this. 
And I think this is equally important. You have to you have to look at the other NFL players and you have to say to yourself, damn, that's a lot that they go through just to play a goddamn game. Because right. Dominic Foxworth, Dominique Foxworth says some shit today where it 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 hit me. I ain't even gonna front. He talked about how just a couple of weeks ago. A, a player, a, a former player's wife called him because her husband, a former NFL player, was in a room, locked door, with a gun. CTE. All these brands, and that shit fucks you up. Yeah. Like, you look at former football players and the the shit that they go through after playing football, the price that they pay to take care of their families. They really like they putting their life, they putting their lives on the line going out there playing in the moment, but also putting their futures on the line because this sport has shown to have its effects after you're done playing. And again. Mm-hmm. You're worried about Skip Bayless. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 crazy, man. Like you you had to play this. I, I played football. I played football when I was a shorty, played football in high school. Like I laced it up out there. I I've been one of those those players that got stretched out on a stretcher on a field after an injury. You know, it wasn't nothing significant like this but i did break my ankle and you know got put into an ambulance and shit like that and these football players they go through that shit every day and it ain't just football too what's crazy is that like yesterday yesterday seeing that was the was my worst fear when it comes to watching sports football specifically but i just don't want to say just football because y'all seen y'all seen the six man with yeah yeah, y'all seen six men, yep. Marlon Wayans and Kadeem Hardison. Kadeem Hardison was going up for a dunk and he had a heart attack. That could happen playing any sport, any sport that could happen playing baseball, that could happen playing basketball, that could happen playing soccer, you know what I'm saying? Volleyball, whatever, though. Like, you don't know what type of injury or anything that can occur in an athlete's body at any time while playing any sport. And yesterday was the worst case scenario that could yeah. happen. I would never, I always thought like watching sports, like, yo, will there ever be a time where an athlete actually suffers a, a actual life threatening injury while actually, while we're watching it? Well, like, no, I've I, no, I seen that, but I've seen that before. If you're old enough to watch it, exactly. Hey, exactly. DG. If you old enough, if you old enough, if you old enough to watch it, Hank Gathers yeah. is one of my one of my biggest early sports memories. Hank Gathers was a power forward at um, at Loyola Marymount, uh, one of the best college players in the country. Um, him and Bo Kimball was killing it at um, like was killing it at Loyola Marymount. Matter of fact, I believe they was the highest scoring team in the country and everything and. And possibly one of the favorites to win the NCAA tournament that year. It was during the conference finals 
where Hank Gathers passed out on the floor. Hank Gathers died at the hospital. That wasn't the first time that Hank Gathers passed out. He had an irregular heartbeat. Um, Reggie Lewis for the Boston yep, Celtics. Reggie, yep, that's the piece, Reggie Lewis. Passed out. Yep. End up dying. Yep. I remember these things. And I didn't and I didn't see those things, but and that's what I was saying. That's why I said, like, I literally was watching that man fall back. And I, I was kind of like shocked because I was like, wait, did he just faint? Like, I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah, I've so seen this in a football game. And to see that shit, bro, it did once they all gathered around him, and then you see guys on the on the field crying, dog. That's yeah. when I knew. I said, nah, this ain't this ain't no this ain't that kind of injury where you know what I'm saying he might have hurt his neck, you know, he might be paralyzed, anything like that. Like he it's a possibility that he he's gone. Right. On live television. That's the worst fear I've I have watching. That's the worst fear in football. And like people's like I forgot who said it today was was you know that this this is a life threatening sport, but you don't realize this shit until it happens. Until it happens, and bro. this actually happened. In this case right here. And I never thought I would see it. And I never thought that I'd see it. But again, I and then other thing is, I think uh, I think part of the, the Skip Bayless thing is people don't know how to read tweets. Because oh. if you read if you read the tweet, like matter of fact, DG had put it up on his Facebook page. So if you read the tweet, you're reading from the top down. You're reading from the top down. So you're thinking, like, if you go to DG's page, um, it has the tweet up there. It has the minutes, the timestamp, 29, 34, 47. There's people that's probably reading that from the top down and not reading it from the bottom up mm-hmm. because that's where you need to read it at. The first tweet at the bottom is the first tweet. He prayed for the family. How can he be insensitive when he prayed for the family? And then you will have people saying that that last tweet at 47 minutes is him covering it up. No, that's the first tweet. But again... Enough about Skip Bayless, because I'm going to do what you should do if you really just don't fuck with Skip Bayless. Don't talk about it. But if you got mad at that tweet and you went on social media or you went on Fox today to see what he was going to say, then you know who the problem is? you because you keep him in business you go and talk about him in the barbershop you go and talk about him on social media if you don't fuck with skip if you don't fuck with skip you should have saw that shit and said in your head I ain't Absolutely. surprised that Skip. Yeah, you know, that's why I don't, that's why I don't like him no way or and whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But and I guess it's the Gemini in me. Here's what I hate about social media. I do it too. Here's what I hate about celebrities on social media. You do have to think before you tweet. And a lot of times, in the immortal words of Herm Edwards and a podcast that me, um, 
me, Brian Crawford, Jack, Silverstein, and Sean Davis was going to have, don't press in. Don't press in. This is for everybody I'm talking to, too. Uh It ain't just about Skip Bayless. Sometimes, man, you just got to be like, fuck that shit, and it don't need to be on social media. All them thoughts about who you ain't fuck with, you wanted them thoughts out there. But you don't realize that even with you putting those thoughts out there, it's a boost for that company or that person. Y'all got to start doing what Nancy did on Nightmare on M Street Part 1. She wasn't fucking with Freddie ass no more. <laughs> she turned her back and that motherfucker disappeared. She didn't come back until last decided to get a job in the same place where shit was fucking up at. And some white girl called into a goddamn drink. Nancy could have been like, yeah, well, I ain't got nothing to do with him. Fuck him. Now that person would have died. Mm-hmm. But Nancy's still been alive. Y'all got to start doing that with the NFL. If y'all really hate the NFL like that, man, stop tuning in. If y'all really hate Skip like that, man, stop tuning in. If y'all really hate Stephen A. Smith, if y'all stop tuning into what you hate and put more of an emphasis on what you love, because I'll even say something that's personal. Y'all hate all of these people, but y'all give them the time of day. But y'all homies be out there doing tons of dope-ass content. Y'all don't pay that shit a time of day. (laughs) It ain't even about some dude. Because there's a lot of people that I know in the industry that's doing great work. You you hate Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith? Go check out 79th and Hallis. You hate Fox Sports? Go check out my man Ill Will Brown. Go check out Sibling Rivalry Sports. Uh-huh. Go check out the Bigs. Go check out all of those people. Go check out that content. If you hate what you see on ESPN and you hate what you see on Fox Sports with certain people, go check them out. That's what you do. That's your, That's the way of helping them out. That's that way of giving them the boost. But when you hate Skip Bayless, when you hate Stephen A. Smith, and you study turning on the TV, you're doing what they want. And I'll end it with this. Because the perfect person for all of this, who gave people a great blueprint, not even going to use Muhammad Ali. Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you Floyd Mayweather's blueprint, ladies and gentlemen. Floyd was pretty boy Floyd. Floyd was one of the best boxers in the world at a smaller weight class. He beat the shit out of Diego Corrales, knocked him down five, six times. But y'all wasn't paying attention to that shit. He beat the hell out of Arturo Gatti. Y'all weren't really paying attention to that shit. Floyd Mayweather fought Oscar De La Hoya, turned that name to money. And became the boxer that y'all love to hate. Uh And became a billionaire for it. (laughs) So when y'all get on social media. And y'all get mad at all of the people that y'all naming lately. The NFL, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith. Insert sports announcer here. When you talk about said person and you watch that program just to shit on them, 
you're actually putting more money in their pocket. So thank you. It's all they saying. You hate me, you watch me. It's great. Thank you for the money. Indeed. And until y'all realize that all y'all got to do is turn off the TV, turn off the radio, turn off the podcast, unfollow them on social media and block them. Till y'all figure out how to do that, these same cats going to be making money hand over fist, whether they mean it in a derogatory way or not. Prayers up to 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 not only not only DeMar Hamlin but to the Buffalo Bills the Cincinnati Bengals and salute to every football player in the NFL and the college football that have to go out on that field high school this weekend high school all of that kids shouts out to y'all because I know that y'all seeing that puts a lot of stuff on y'all mind too that's devastating all the way around. But I hope I, I hope DeMar really gets out of this gym, fam. And, and to me, that's more important than anything that Skip Bayless got to say. Facts. And I hope that, you know, when you players do, you know, decide to get back out there, whenever you guys do get out there on the football field, I hope all, you know what I'm saying, these players continue to, to play the game safely. You know, and you just go out there and, and just do y'all thing and ball, man. And just, you know, just like I said, play the game safely and just go and just do y'all thing, man. Because nothing it, is supposed to happen, bro. <clears throat> nope, it ain't, bro. You're not supposed to see that shit, bro. We see gruesome injuries all the time, bro. It ain't that's that's normal. But, but to I see something like that, that, bro. Shit no more, Mike. Like, yeah. When Joe died, when I saw Joe died, the Joe dies my leg break for the first time. Yeah, that fucked me up. When when you see some of these horrific leg injuries, you like, oh my god, facts, bro, and I, and that's more and that's more of a normal thing. Like, and, and you hate to see it, but it does happen. And when you see it, obviously, you don't want to see any gruesome injuries. But you know, you think to yourself, like, this is football; it happens. But something like that, you're not supposed to see that. That's not supposed to happen. That's not what we want to see. Uh, athlete potentially could be losing their life right there in front of you on live television. That is a total, that's a totally different monster to deal with. You know what I'm saying? And, and all these athletes, man, I hope all these athletes go out there and they just, you know what I'm saying? Continue to play the game as safe as they can. And they'll be able to walk off that court when time is up and they could go home to their families and then they could go back, you know what I'm saying? The next day and continue to play the game the way they, want to play the game and just continue to do it safe. You know what I'm saying? That's that's it, bro. Mike, man, I watch football and, and to some extent, extent I watch basketball and I be cringing sometimes because I be like, damn, yeah, I hope don't nobody get hurt. Facts. All like, the time, like, bro. I, ugh, All the time. Like, I be watching Justin Fields and be like, man, it was a couple yeah, of hits. Bro. It, was a yes. couple, it was a couple of hits on Justin Fields in that Detroit game that I was like, oh, man, he ain't, he ain't good. Oh, I said the same thing. And I always do that, too, bro. And I, I might be over-exaggerating, fam, because sometimes it looks different watching it on TV than actually being in there. I be yeah. like, damn. But, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it necessarily probably wasn't even as bad as it looked, but still, though, bro. Like I said, when in high school, my junior year, I got carted off the football field because my ankle was turned to the right and my leg was straight, bro. I literally saw it. 
and saw myself like that, bro. And to see other athletes, Dak Prescott, you know what I'm saying, plays with my favorite football team. It just happened to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, like, we see these gruesome injuries out here, and we see players get hit. And like you said, Bang, we cringe up because it's just – like you, you, you're not supposed to see that shit when you watch a professional sports. Yeah. You think like the body is not supposed to go in that direction, ah. or you're not supposed to get hit like that in a certain in a certain way. It's not it's not supposed to happen. But when you go out there and you play that sport, shit does happen, bro. When I'm watching baseball, bro, I cringe for pitchers when a line drive gets hit right directly back at them. And you know what I'm saying? Because what if that ball hits you directly in the in, in the temple, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what happens there? Like, what happens if a player slides into second or third base, bro, and they cleat get caught in the dirt? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of shit that you don't want to see happen playing sport. When you see these athletes go out there and they play these sports, bro. Like, it's just, I hate it, bro. I hate to see it. And definitely watch sports with a cringe, like, right on hold because anything can happen. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, man. Before we get out of here, though, um, um, Luca had dropped sixty, and uh, then you have Donovan Mitchell drop seventy-one and and yeah, and ten. Seventy-one and ten, bro. Um, against the Bulls. Um, um, is that was that Donovan Mitchell performance better than Luca's performance? Um, I might give the nod to Luca. Luca had a sixty point triple double. That's Luca with the triple double is sixty points, bro. And he did it in regulation. If if they had an overtime, was that did that game going overtime? The it, game? it did went overtime. It, it did go into overtime. They he, they came back to go to overtime. They came back to go into. Nonetheless, I think a sixty point triple double is more impressive. But seventy one though. 71, 71 is oh, I don't care if it's in overtime or four quarters. That's a lot. That's a lot, dog. That's a lot. Basketball overall just went crazy yesterday. We had Clay, basketball Clay overall. Thompson. Clay Thompson had a 50 piece. He had a 50 piece. And they went in the double overtime with the Look, Atlanta Hawks yesterday. Mike, I'm gonna say uh, this right now, fam. Yeah. Um I take Lucas 60 over Donovan 71, but Donovan 71 was very impressive, bro. Very I'm impressive. I'm gonna say this right now. It's getting to the point where nobody should win defensive player of the year. Yeah, nobody should win Hakeem Olajuwon, fam. <laughs> nobody should win Hakeem Olajuwon. They don't deserve, they deserve it. it. They don't deserve it. <laughs> but what we if the offense see... is just that good? Nah, fam. We got to see. We have to see a defensive performance of the ages now to match all of this shit. You asked. You had a, a fifty-point game, a sixty-point game, and a seventy-point game in the last two <laughs> weeks. And, and 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 then think about it like this, fam. I'm waiting on Giannis to look at this and be like, all right. Okay, all right, <laughs> y'all doing too much right now. I'm about to go ham. Like somebody has to have a, a, an amazing defensive performance now, or but what's nobody a, gets what to consider, one. What do you consider an amazing defensive Man, somebody performance gotta, at this point? Somebody, somebody got to have ten blocks and ten steals, and not fluke steals either. Yeah, not no. Yeah, it got to no. be like actual ripping. They got, up they got, steal, yeah, huh? they got, they got to, they, they got to hold somebody. They got to hold a start of ten points, or like somebody got, got to have a, a thirty point, 
20 rebound, 10 block game, fam. Bay said that Hakeem Olajuwon award looking funny in the light right it's now. looking funny in the light right now, fam. <laughs> Come on, man. You mean to tell me ain't nobody playing defense right now, fam? Hold no. on, hold on. Presented that award. Nah, huh? fam, how you – and then Donovan Mitchell had 16 points at the end of the first half. Yeah. You do that, man. The bull set. So a lot it. of right, and fuck, we ain't even gonna play defense no more, fam. Nah, G. Uh-uh. But man, Donovan was doing some freaky shit though, bro. Nah, Just look bro. at the highlights. G. I'm not even gonna front. I like <laughs> I like Donovan Mitchell, but Donovan Mitchell to me wasn't good enough to score 70 points until I saw it. <laughs> He's good. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player. I told I'm on the record saying that when they drafted him, when 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 what's the name? When um what's my man, the white buddy joint? Bye, buddy. Uh, that was with Utah. Um, talking about the coach? No, nah, the player. What's the man name that was with Utah, but he went to Boston and broke his leg? Oh, uh, 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 Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. See, I forgot his name. The name, but no, nah. Gordon Hayward. When he left Utah, mm-hmm. and they drafted Donovan Mitchell, I am on record as saying, "Hey, man, I think they can still go to the playoffs," and they went. Mm-hmm. They've been good ever since with him. Donovan Mitchell is great. He ain't 71 points great <laughs> unless you let him score 74, 71 points. So that's what I'm saying. Like, he's not Kobe. He's not Mike. He's not David Robinson. Devin he, Booker scored 70. He's not Devin Booker. Mm. Donovan Mitchell is a great workhorse player that's going to get you some points. Ooh. But 70? I'm, this is no diss. There's no this because ain't too many players in the league supposed to score 70. When you think of top scores in the game, does Donovan Mitchell pop up in your mind in the first sure, 10 thoughts? Sure. In the first 10 thoughts, you'd be like, Donovan Mitchell, Dude. a great NBA score. I think right now, currently, 10 players, 10 times. Don't, do Don't do that, Mike. Don't do that, Mike. Really? So when you think great scores in the NBA, Donovan right now, Mitchell does no, no, not. When Current you think players. of great Current scores players. in the NBA, you don't think of he Donovan added, Mitchell, fam. 28 a game. You still don't think about him. You still don't think about him and well, scoring. I guess he got niggas on notice now. Volume, yes. <laughs> he's a he's a great volume score. But shit, it's about seven new. It's seven dudes scoring 33 a game. That's my point, Mike. I it's understand. like 73. I mean, I it's you. like seven dudes in the NBA right now. That's scoring over 30 points a game. You know who you know who I would put in that category if somebody who was to drop 70 and you'll be like, I, I Ooh, can't believe he dropped 70. Because just Alexander and he's averaging 31 a game. No, I would not be shocked because of who he played with that he dropped 70. That's my point. That's what I'm telling you. It's what's in that um Garland didn't even play the other night. He didn't even play that night. So if he the only one on that volume, okay, you will get it. But just go out there and just drop 70 on the nigga. That Donovan Mitchell ain't the person you think about. It ain't no diss to Donovan Mitchell. I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you think Embiid. You think Jason Tatum. You think Kevin Durant. In some cases, you think Kyrie. You think LeBron. You don't be like, oh, man, Donovan Mitchell, he give you 70 in a minute. But you don't think think Donovan Mitchell is a top 10 scorer in the NBA right now? I'm telling you. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. No, I don't think so. But that's not not no diss because, again, it's like seven niggas scoring over 30 a game. Oh, excuse me. It's like seven niggas throwing over – scoring over 30 a game, and then you got Klay Thompson who can shoot that shit from wherever he want to. 
Like it's a lot of dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of dudes. And it, matter of fact, just so I could, because I know somebody <laughs> go, man, Brian Cleveland. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta give it to me, though. I don't know. I gotta hear. I gotta hear like a, a list of, t- of top ten scores, and we can see where Donovan Mitchell falls at real quick. Somebody because like, he gotta be like right there. Like he is seventh. Donovan 11. Mitchell. Look, Donovan Mitchell is seventh right now in the league in scoring. But but let's still keep it. But again, we keep it in the buck, right? Yeah. When we think score, we think Luca, right? Sure. Yep. We think Absolutely. Joel and B, right? Yep. We think Giannis, right? Yeah, we think Jason Tatum, right? Yeah, we think it's Shy not right. Ooh. We think Shy Shy. Oh, Shay Gilgis, Shay Gilgis, yeah, Shay. Uh-huh. We thinking Kevin Durant, right? Absolutely. Do you think if if I were to tell you score, you thinking LeBron James or you thinking Donovan Mitchell? I mean, at this with, with the way LeBron going, yeah, we could. Like, all right, I got oh, you. I'm about to you. Say, I follow I, you. I follow you. You think Donovan Mitchell? You think Trey Young? I think they kind of the same player. Do you, do you when it comes to scoring? You think it's Trey? You think come the on, volume? Man, the Young, volume is there. The Trey Young shooting the rock better than him. He's shooting. Is he Off shooting better three. than Donovan Mitchell? Off the three, he's shooting that shit better than him. Hmm. You thinking you gonna think him? I mean, currently right now, currently right now, that ain't the case. You know, percentage so when you think, Donovan got to be better. No, than no, because Donovan's right three point percentage right now is at forty one point three. And Trey Young's is at 30, but you ain't never thinking that Trey Young is a 30% three-point shooter. That's what I'm saying. I'm like John Morant, you're not thinking, oh, John Morant and Donovan Mitchell. You're not when you come to scoring, you're not thinking, oh, I'll take Donovan over job. <laughs> you're not doing that over Devin Booker either. I'm with you. I follow you. I That's follow what you. I'm saying. When you first think of scorers, it's gonna take a couple of players. Before you get the Donovan Mitchell, right. even though he's seventh in the league in scoring right now, you're right. You're right. And you and you not thinking he got the scopes, and you not thinking, oh man, Donovan Mitchell. You're not even thinking, oh man, Donovan Mitchell, he go for fifty tonight. <laughs> you think a good forty fam, and he gonna he gonna kill you with that forty fam. That's what you thinking with Donovan Mitchell. There's no diss at all. Yeah, because here's the flip to that. I think he a dude that could give you 40, 45, maybe 50 if some not if some shit go right. But at the same time, that same person to give you 70 when you don't play no goddamn defense. <laughs> and we know how the Bulls is with defense. But not to take nothing away from Donovan Mitchell, though. That was impressive. Yeah, no, not to take anything away from him. It's like, God damn, y'all ain't play no goddamn defense. If that man, <laughs> if he scores 71, I'm not saying it's like Tony Delk scoring 50 on the nigga. Like, he ain't going to never score 50 again. Yeah. I ain't saying he one of those players is like, you know, these are obscure niggas that score 50 points a game. No, Donovan Mitchell is is good. But 70 points, you really had to been like, hey, man, do what the fuck you want to do. But I'm with you, though. The Defensive Player uh, Award oh, uh, is looking definitely funny in the light right now. I don't think you were going to see an, like a top-notch defensive performance from Bruh. anybody right now. Like, look, man. Like, who, who, I don't who? know who could give us nah, that 10-block, 10-steal performance. You, you seeing all these goddamn outstanding-ass scoring performances <laughs> and shit? Ain't nobody winning the Hakeem Olajuwon. You call that a night. They, when they give out the Hakeem Olajuwon, well, when they try to, they should just be like, you know, hey, we decided not to get this award away this we'll year. We'll wait till next year. We'll wait till next year. Like, nah. 
niggas ain't blocking and stealing right now. Yeah, niggas, I let too many buckets get get scored. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Like yeah, yeah. I, like I'm looking at like let me see who. Who like, lead? What is the defensive? Who leading man, in the categories that's, right that's now? That's where I'm going, Mike. Oh, okay, See, okay, okay. I went to NBA.com, and they got their their rankings of the defensive player of the year award. Brooke Lopez is number one. Brooke Lopez. See, Def- in, in what category? Fam, he leads the league in blocks. Okay. Jaron Jackson at three point six, but he ain't played enough to qualify. Okay. Brooke Lopez lead the NBA in blocks right now. Right now. Shout out to Brooke Lopez. But Brooke Lopez <laughs> is in the rankings for number in, in the power Brooke rankings. Lopez. Brooke Lopez is number one in the power rankings for defensive player of the year. Number two is OG Anobly. Shout out to OG Anobly. <laughs> number three is Dylan Brooks. And then their next seven, Bam Adebayo, Mikael Bridges, Dort from Oklahoma City, Herb Jones, who shouts out to Sean Davis. He picked him as his defensive player of the year. Um, okay. Evan Mobley, Marcus Smart, and Zubach. Fam, it's no diss. It's the same thing with Donovan Mitchell. It's no diss to the player and the skill set. But when you talk about defense, ain't nobody saying, hey, man, you know, Brooke Lopez. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Shout out to Brooke Lopez. But, Get that man the uh, the Hakeem Award. But in a year like this, and when you got Giannis next to you, who's a two-time defensive player of the year, it yeah. makes your defense better. But, yeah, you're not like – there's nobody you see on this list that you feel like can grow into one of the greatest defensive players of all time. And to me, the defensive player of the year – the defensive player of the year is probably the most in, intentional award that you have. Because to me, the defensive player of the year don't go to nobody where it's just like, hey, man, that motherfucker got a good defensive year. Are we getting to a point where it's just like the offense is just the the, the, the offensive skill set amongst these players is just evolving and it's just harder to play defense on these niggas? No, nah, we getting to a point where don't nobody know how to play goddamn defense. <laughs> <laughs> Don't nobody want to pride themselves on defense. No, these niggas got different tricks in the bag now. You see what Jordan Poole doing out here? Yeah, yeah. How do you guard that? Yeah. How do you and, guard that? Um, you you watch tape. <laughs> um, so you go so Jordan Poole hit you with the you 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 finna put the Gary Payton on him, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, I believe these niggas is doing John, John Morant going up and under, bro. How do you block that? How do Bruh. you block that? These niggas going like, nah, somebody got to learn how to play defense, Jack. But nobody getting the game is getting freakier. Nope, somebody got to learn how to play defense, fam. <laughs> I don't know if you could guard that shit. No, nah, man, somebody got to learn how to play defense. Oh, no, B. that oh, that's no. it. Nobody know how to play defense no more. We just be out here. God niggas damn, is, niggas is fast, bro. <laughs> Jeremy Renner out here looking bad, fam. What up, Jeremy Renner? Oh, okay, uh, Hawkeye, you heard about Hawkeye, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he got? He was like a um, oh yeah, bro. He in critical. Yeah. He's still in critical, but stable yeah, condition. Yeah, bro. Prayers up the Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, bro. I, yeah. I don't know though, bro. It's it's getting freaky out there. All right, now to, to end this show, we gonna end this show, yeah. with Shannon Sharp, man. And I I truly believe that this is a culmination of shit, and not necessarily about this tweet. Reading from TMZ Sports, Shannon Sharp skipped the show over Skip Bayless' tweet and unclear when he'll return. 
Um, so read. Shannon Sharp did not show up to work today because of what Skip Bayless tweeted. I'm reading right here from I'm reading right here from TMZ. Skip Bayless hosted Tuesday morning episode alone without Shannon Sharp, and there was no accident. We're told Hall of Famer was upset with the opinionated TV show host controversial tweet that sent uh, that was sent minutes after Damar uh, Hamilton heart stopped. And TMZ Sports was told that the network, which does want Sharp back as soon as possible, doesn't know if he'll return to work on Wednesday. The controversy started, you know, when um when Skip Bayless tweeted what he tweeted. You know, the backlash came fast. Um, Bayless attempted to clarify his point, writing, there's nothing more important than the man's health. And that was the point of my last tweet. Again, read the first tweet, too. He said that. Um, but Shannon Sharp, you know, Clearly, they said it wasn't no helpful. Some speculated that Shannon Sharp could have simply had the day off, but sources said that was not the case. It's a direct reaction of Bayless's tweet. A few minutes to the show, he decided to clear the air um, and all of that stuff. And see, here's the other part of the this, this Shannon Sharp thing, too. I think also the Shannon Sharp thing is, is protecting your shield with your brothers. Yeah. I'm a little shocked by this because... If he decided not to come to work because of that, like you could have like, nah. used my platform to chin check skip right there. But and then on top of that, and on top of that, like I, I would feel like I would have been more offended from the fact that when Skip Bayless called him out, is telling him that he wasn't that great of a football player, you know what I'm saying? When he was defending Tom Brady and to the uh, to um to deminimize his career, I would have been more pissed about that. But see, that's that's why I said I think it's a culmination of shit when it comes yeah. to that. And then plus, and then plus, um, the, the you got to protect the shield, pretty much, man. Like that's your brother. Yeah, that's your brother, man. So like you're a former football player. That's your brother. So I feel like he could have called Skip and got the clarification from him right there. Nah, and then. I'm not. I, nah, what? see, see, that's why I could think about two like multiple things at multiple times. I'm not mad at Shannon Sharp not being there because Shannon like. Because of some of the things that Skip has said, like you know, you know, to him that made him upset these last couple of weeks. So I, I, and then plus again, this is an NFL player that's doing that. But, but, but you're right. I think that they should have the relationship where they should, even if they're not the best of friends, because we've had sports players be not be. We have people that not be best friends in broadcasting, and they've done a great job at what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen Skip Bayless get mad at uh, at Stephen A. Smith. Some of the things that he said, they supposed to be homies. Yeah. Um, but but I'm not tripping at Shannon Sharp not going because this was a NFL player that was down, and other NFL players are upset, and other sports players and other black men are upset at what Skip Bayless said. So to me, it would not be smart for Shannon Sharp to go on the show and 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 do the show with Skip Bayless. Okay. But to your point and what I hope happens tomorrow and I probably won't watch it but what I do hope is we'll that see we'll see the clip of it. Is that Shannon Sharp appears on Undisputed and let him know like yo this is how the brotherhood feels about this. This is why that was insensitive to us. To us. Yeah. So that's so so see, that's that's how we do things on here, man. I, I look at context, but I understand certain people's gripes and things of that nature. But you see, but the end of the show, 
to end the show, Mike. You see what Shannon Sharp did? You see what Shannon Sharp did, y'all? He didn't go on Twitter and address Skip Bayless's tweet. What he did was not show up to work. If you don't like some shit, just don't show up. Don't support it. Don't support it. Follow Shay Shay's lead. Ta da! You see how that works? <laughs> All right, man, Mike, you got any hot takes? Um, nah, I ain't got no hot takes. I think we good. Um, just looking forward to to seeing what the year 2023 is gonna bring us. Um, and uh, you know, it's starting off a little crazy, but let's let's hope for the best going forward. For 2023, and uh, yeah, that's all I got on that. And yes, sir, DG, shout out to Shauna, happy 45th birthday to a Chicago legend, and she looking very good at 45. Do you follow Shauna on IG, Bang? Yeah, yes, indeed. Shout out to Shauna, shout out to Shauna, hey man. Um, (laughs) um, we we talked about family and everything, I guess we talked about the pod a little bit, um, but I for 2023 want to make sure that y'all are having healthier debates and y'all using y'all time wisely man if y'all don't fuck with it don't deal with it um and the last high take that i have is i am a we know we was talking about my um my my great uncle um earlier today and you know you know finding out how he passed and that was messed up um but i've talked about on the show that one of my favorite shows is finding your roots season nine starts tonight Edward um, Norton, the actor, first Incredible Hope. Right, I saw the um, post you shared. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fam, how the fuck you find out that your 12th great-grandmother is Pocahontas? That's crazy. That's crazy. That is, yeah, that's crazy. Yo, your 12th great-grandmother is Pocahontas, fam? That's crazy. If I'm Disney, I'm like, God damn. I'm Disney. I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. We my oldest man, money. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. That Pocahontas out here got real descendants, fam, and she don't that get is. just got descendants. She has a, she has a well-known actor as a descendant, as a great like fam. How do you, how do you look at Pocahontas the same, fam? Like, and not see Edward Norton ass like. Who the thought? Have you ever seen who'd have thought? Who'd have thought the Incredible Hulk and Pocahontas was ten. Like, have you ever seen the wolf cry through the blue corn moon? <laughs> Edward Norton, like, yeah, run me that change. That's Disney. Crazy. He ain't even said Disney. He said Disney. That's correct. Disney, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Henry Lewis said it. That's my grandma. That's crazy. That's my grandma. That's my twelfth great grandma. And y'all out here making money off of her. I want my money. Edward Norton <laughs> want reparations, fam. Edward Norton want reparations, fam. Oh, I, man. I ain't got, look, you know what? The Incredible Hawk is back. I want to be Incredible Hawk again. Forget Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I want to be Incredible Hawk. Fuck you talking about. I'm mm-hmm. Incredible Hawk again. Nope. It's me. Get him. Hilarious. Or y'all got to run me that Pocahontas money. Yep. Is, is it on the network? Is it on Disney Plus? Nah, bro. I need parts. Need parts. I need parts. Anytime somebody's streaming, run it up. Pass me that check. That shit. Mike, my last question to you. 
And Miriam, right here, I'm gonna ask Miriam too. If you can be related to anybody in the past life, like us, like somebody in the past, if you could be related to anybody, who would you like to be related to? You say who? You would like to be, huh? Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, you white. <laughs> you white. Okay, I feel you. See, that damn privilege. Mike, who would you like to be related to? Um, I'm waiting on Mike. Um, no, bro. Maybe Michael Jackson, G? Like, who would want to be in the Jackson family, G? Who would want to be know. in the Jackson family, bro? Or Jordan? I want to be related to Jordan, bro. In a past, man. Like, past, like they dead now. Okay, Mike. Mike, big Mike. Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson. Yeah, bro. I, I would love to be in the Jackson family, G. I ain't gonna you know who I would like to be related to, Mike? And I don't know if this person's a real person. John Henry. <laughs> Why? John Henry, because he had a hammer in his hand, fam. Crazy. John Henry. He had a hammer in his hand. He just... <laughs> Why they ain't never make a movie about John Henry, fam? That's a good question. Why why we got all these movies? Can we get a John Henry movie? I ain't mad at you. I think at John Henry, who would be John Henry? Would it be The Rock? That's be decent. <laughs> Say what? See, Miriam, see? Miriam on bullshit talking about some, you know what? You do look like John Henry. <laughs> I should never ask y'all that goddamn question. Yeah. She out here talking about some Aubrey Hepburn, but she... She out here with the she out here with the 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 AI post the AI photos of her passing as white. Miriam out here looking like she used to be black, but <clears throat> but passed as white in 1929. <laughs> be going to all of the speakeasies and shit. Miriam out here looking like the white woman on Devil in the Blue Dress. The white black woman on. <laughs> oh my god. Easy. I'm black. And boy, to my surprise. Yeah. That's how those pictures look, Miriam. You out here looking like you was black, but you what's the movie? What's the movie um with the white, the black woman that's white? And she was like, Mama. She's like, Mama, what's the movie? It, it was the imitation of life. Yeah, that's your, that's what you look like in them pictures. Imitation of life. <laughs> your, your mama come see you in the in the in the in the department store. You know, I don't know you, ma'am. <laughs> I don't know you, ma'am. Oh. Who are you? Then she died. Mama! Stupid. I'm sorry, mama! Mama! And look at Landon looking at me crazy. Man, get off that doggone thing. Uh-oh. Get up. <clears throat> when, when Bang get in dad mode, it's a totally different Yeah, bang. I got to edit part of the podcast because I have to dip to <laughs> reprimand my goddamn kids, man. That's kind of... <laughs> kind of messed up, but it's such as life, man. Look, it is off, Mike. Hey yo, DG, we gonna have a uh, fantasy football conversation. All right, we gonna we gonna figure out what we doing with that. <clears throat> so, hey DG, tight. you want to split your purse? Sit sit tight, buddy. Sit tight, sit tight. We gonna figure it out, okay? Because it's a lot to, I got a lot to dissect right now, okay? You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't gonna play with nobody's money though, but we gonna figure out. Hey, gonna figure out the right way to go about. Can I go to Jerry's birthday party <laughs> on Thursday. Not without you. Okay, watch the kid. <laughs> he said, nah, man, I would that. But technically, did you win, DG? Did you win? 
My man had three players going, bro. They could have went crazy on you. You know what I'm saying? You just never know what could have happened. <laughs> so I don't know, but me and Bang had came up with some type of scenario. I'm gonna figure out how to how to go how to play about it because I'm I have to pay out two different leagues, and there was a different kind of scenario in the other league. So you know, I'm I'm sitting on y'all niggas' money. I got it. It's safe. And once we get a, a clear, definitive answer of what's going down with that game, then we'll we'll go forward. So just sit tight, y'all. Money is in good hands. I, I ain't gonna spend it. <laughs> but some do pod man. Make sure y'all rate, make sure y'all like, make sure y'all subscribe. We're available everywhere. Podcasts are available. Shout out to everybody checking us out right now on YouTube. Watching us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page, the what digital. If you watch us on Twitch, we uh you know what I'm saying appreciate y'all for subscribing on there as well. Um Twitter at some do pie at IG uh IG at some do pie at might be underscore CHR at JR Bang. Uh Facebook group. Um make sure y'all um you know keep Keep engaging, you know what I'm saying, in the conversation. Invite more people into the Facebook. Hey, Mike, if I get called to sell out after this podcast, you gonna hold me down? I got you. Who won't? Stop playing, bro. Come on. (laughs) Oh, I got you, bro. Front line for my guy. We we ain't going down like that. But yeah, make sure y'all, um, you know what I'm saying, invite more people into the Facebook group. uh, Hashtag some do pie. We close to 600 members up in there. So y'all keep inviting more people in. Um and uh yeah and that's it bro I'm Mike B that's Jr Bang Happy New Year Welcome to 2000, 2023 We rocking some dude pie We out Yo 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 it's your girl Nate Kale and this is some dude podcast We out Peace. <laughs> <laughs>